The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Here we are coming at you on Cut Down Day. This is Jamie D and Big Newt. Very happy that you're with us. One of the most important shows we're going to do leading into the actual season. It's us trying, waiting with bated breath to figure out who has made the bills and who has been cut. Big man, they haven't told us yet. I know, right? What's up, listeners? Big new here. We're uh, waiting patiently for the uh, the 53-man roster to be announced. It's well past the 4 o'clock deadline. Usually we record on Sunday evenings or Mondays, but we pushed it back. As you know, we dropped the show on Wednesday morning. It takes you uh, a couple of hours to do all the production. So we're working at a time limit right here. So we're getting pressed, but we wanted to bring you the fresh stuff right off the wires. Right. And if it comes in while we're here recording, then uh, so be it. Then we'll we'll analyze the roster at that point. Um, hopefully this works out. I know, right? You all right, man? You sound like crap. Oh, my God. I have such a bad cold right now. Um, and it's my damn fault. It's like this is the first time I've been sick outside of having COVID in two years. And this is entirely my fault. On Thursday night, I went to a buddy's house and I brought uh, some cans of beer with me to share with the group. And I brought it in this tote bag. And then afterwards, I, I left my buddy's place where I was for dinner and I went to a bar and I had the tote bag with me. Now, this tote bag is something we had been using for groceries. Anytime we're going somewhere, you know, we set it on the ground, wherever it's got to go. You've got those reusable bags, right? Mm-hmm. This one's like a nice soft cotton. I, I don't know. It's pretty high quality. But anyway, sitting sitting there at this bar, and it's on my lap. And I realize after I'm like a couple drinks in, I've been using this tote bag as my napkin, and I kept wiping my mouth with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's I'm sorry. not. I'm sorry. <laughs> How stupid is that? <laughs> so were you doing that because you was already a little saucy? You was already sauced up? No, I did it because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not even blaming it on the alcohol. <laughs> no. No, I wasn't that far in yet. Okay. Uh, and um, <laughs> and uh, then after that, we go to a different bar. 
and you know we'd been joking about it but they've got karaoke now at this point i'm a little sauced up as you said and okay. i decide that i'm going to participate in the karaoke and it's getting toward the end of the night karaoke is going to shut down in fact i think i was the last one to sing and i'm doing it and accidentally that microphone that had been used by the crowd all night long i accidentally touched it to my lips oh while i was singing oh gee and at that exact moment I think my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> Michael, all right, I got a couple questions with that. All right, first question, what song were you singing karaoke? Inside Out by Eve Six, okay. 90s tune. Gotcha. Okay. And then uh, number two, have you? are you sure you don't have COVID at this point? Or did you get tested? Or are you just self-diagnosing yourself? I did get tested. Um, I did the rapid check. And right. that came back negative. And then I'm doing the PCR test, which uh, you can get actually online. Uh, have them send it to you from uh, LabCorp. Okay. And I, I did my test and I'm dropping it in the mail uh, this evening after gotcha. we finish up. Okay. But, oh my God. I, I knew it was like the moment my mouth touched that microphone. I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, there's no way I'm going to get out of this unscathed. Like, what, what was I doing? Oh, man. Yeah, that's what happens, man. I understand. You get a couple couple in you, man. You start feeling good. We lose, you know, our inhibitions a little bit. So that's well, understandable. Here's, here's the other thing. I, I don't know if this is a word you've heard before. Have you heard the word skeeve? Skeeve? Skeeve. Skeeving no. is something that us Italians do which is we get totally grossed out by other people's grime. Okay. So my aunts, my grandmother, my uncles, you know, you go into somebody's house and they offer you food and you look at their kitchen and you see that their cabinets are greasy and there's crumbs on the counter. Everybody in my family would be like, uh, no, thanks. Cause it'd be like, your kitchen's dirty. Your food is probably messed up. I'm not, I'm not touching it. <laughs> well, I skeeve. I'm one of those. It's like it borders on germophobia, but that's not exactly it. Gotcha. And somebody who skeeves to put their mouth on a used microphone, I almost mm. melted. I'm, I, I seriously, I almost dropped to the floor and curled up into a fetal position on the spot. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Anyway, so yeah. here's what we know so far. We're going to bring you the cuts if they happen, but what we know so far is, first, the biggest Bills news that we've got at the moment, Jacob Hollister was let go. What do you make of that? The tight end, he supposedly had a decent camp, but... We, and, and once again, we're going to, hopefully we get uh, the roster dub while we're on the show, but you and I both had Hollister uh, making the team. So that was probably the, probably the biggest shocker uh, so far. So yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, maybe that opens up. There's a lot of people saying that might open up for us maybe getting a free agent uh, tight end, maybe out of Philadelphia perhaps. So um, but yeah, maybe they just consider Gilliam as the second or third tight end. Um, because I feel like we're going to keep him, so I that's probably biggest surprise. If I mean, yeah, 
So here's what I think. This is something that's been written about on Buffalo Rumblings, and they're referring to it, and I think Bruce Nolan coined this, roster shenanigans. They did it last year with Dean Marlowe and Andre Roberts, which is two veterans with more than four years of experience. They cut. And why do they cut them? Because they're not exposed to the waiver system. If a person is in the waiver system, if they are cut, teams have an opportunity to claim them based on reverse order of record. So basically the draft order. Teams get a chance to select them. But if they have four years of experience, then that player is automatically a free agent, not exposed to the waiver system. I think tomorrow you're going to see Jacob Hollister back on the team. Uh, I think they are cutting him with a handshake agreement that says, we're going to resign you as soon as we slip somebody through onto the roster and put them on injured reserve. And why do they have to do it that way? Well, if somebody's put on injured reserve before the season, they cannot play the rest of the year. But according to this year's rules, just like last year, if they are put on injured reserve after the season has already began, then they only have to be on injured reserve for three weeks and then they can be recalled. Isaiah McKenzie, anybody? Nice. Yeah, I saw uh, a little while ago that Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints is starting out the year IR. They said he's going to miss six weeks. So, oh, I know that... in the past uh, they allowed you to pull back one player after six weeks. Okay. So that's yeah. probably what that is. That's why I was like, oh, hopefully he's he's not playing by the time you know we go to New Orleans Thanksgiving. But they're saying he only going to miss the first five weeks. So he should be back out there. Got it. What do you think about Cam Newton? Oh, I, I think his career is over. Yeah. If you haven't seen yet, well, I guess you're all going to see it by the time we uh, play this. But Cam Newton, probably going to be the biggest cut of the day so far, uh, released by the uh, New England Patriots. I think it was one of those situations where Mac Jones got named a starter. Maybe Cam didn't want to come off the bench for New England, but I don't see where he's going to go and be a starter at this point. No. Um, Maybe he'll sit out until somebody get hurt and then come come in uh to the program at that point. Um I don't I can't I certainly don't think that he's think that he's a starter at this point. So No, I, I can't see any team being willing to roll the dice on him after how abysmally he played last year. Man, if you go back five years, could you have imagined a world where Cam Newton was unemployed and Fitz was a starter? I think with quarterbacks, man, it's hard to project that because who would have thought after that first year that we had uh, that Fitz that Fitz would be gone two years later? Like you, yeah. you get guys not thinking that they're going to get hurt. You're going to think you're not thinking that once they become MVP or up for MVP, they would just decline. But that's what happened. Same thing kind of with RG3 in uh, Washington. Right. Looked he like he was going to be a star. Right. After that first year, you right would have tore up his rookie contract and stood him in. But once he got hit in the playoffs, he was never the same again. Now he's calling college football on Saturdays, not even a few years later. So the thing about – so to answer your question, no, you would not think that. But it, it happens more than we, you know, would think. So – yeah. Um, other news, Buffalo Bills news. Uh, well, related to the Buffalo Bills, John Brown last year was on the team two years ago, led the team in receiving, has been let go by the Raiders, who 
are keeping Zay Jones. Who would have thought that? I know, right? <laughs> but they, I'm hearing that he asked to be released, so I don't know what that situation um, with the Raiders is. He asked to be released, but yeah, I mean, that makes me feel good that we got Emmanuel Sanders. And like I said, you know one of my staples is the fact that once we let him go, I wish you well health-wise, but I don't want to see you make any more all-pros and, <laughs> and right. catching a 1,000 yards, you know, all this stuff. So, I, I mean, I don't want to see Jason Peters. I don't want to see Wyatt Teller, any of those things. So, <laughs> it makes me feel good. I wish him well, but it makes me feel good that we have Emmanuel Sanders. Look at how he looking, and John Brown right now is not in the lead. All right. So, oh, it's in. I'm seeing that too, my friend. It's in. All right. We've got a show. to. <laughs> we have a roster to talk about. Thank God, man. We've been waiting two hours for this. All right. All right. So, so here we are with the Bills roster. And I have to tell you, uh, I've also got a list of their cuts here, too. No surprises other than Reed Ferguson, the long snapper, who I'll bet you it's that gentleman's agreement to play roster shenanigans. I, I certainly hope so. I mean, A.J. Epinesa had handled the uh, long snapping abilities, and we fumbled on an extra point and weren't able to get it off. So I, I want Reed Ferguson back in the building. So I, I can see that. Uh, stay in the parking lot. We'll we'll get you taken care of as soon as we get guys on our IR. Don't right. you go anywhere. And uh, from the looks of it, really, it, there are just – there are just no real big surprises here. Um, the the wide receiver room is deep, and uh, you know Jake Cumro had himself a great camp. He's there, and Marquez Stevenson made the team, which almost assures me that Isaiah McKenzie is not going to be on the field to begin the season. Well, here let's take a let's take a look at this, my friend, because. Uh... I went back and li- listened to our uh, pod on July 29th um, about our 53-man roster projection. So let's let's go quickly over this, what we said um, a couple of weeks ago versus what happens today. So you want to prove to everybody <laughs> how wrong we can be. How that wrong, seems like a good exercise. How wrong we suck. No, <laughs> no, we have some good things, man. Um, real quick, let's go over the quarterbacks. Uh, obviously, we we both had Allen and Trubisky making a team, right? I said that we were going to keep Davis, and then Fromm would be on the practice squad. All right, you said Davis was going to be on the practice squad, and Fromm would be gone. So we don't know yet who's going to be on the practice squad, but I'll take that minus one. I thought Davis would be part of the fifty-three man roster. He yeah, I, I did think that they were both going to be cut. I, right. I didn't see them being worth keeping around. But I'll say that you were more right than I was, so I'll well, give you okay. that one. Okay, if we're splitting hairs. Yeah, we're splitting hairs here. You know, I like to tally, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm competitive. I want to win. So I'll <laughs> give you that plus one, okay? I'll okay. give you that one. All right, as far as the running back's concerned, it fell pretty much like we said, Wood, Singletary, Moss, Taiwan Jones, and Breida. Yep. All right, you said all four would make it. I said it would just be three. I didn't think Breeder would make the 53-man roster, and he did. So another plus one for you. Wide receivers. Let's go over that real quick. Diggs, Sanders, Davis, Cole. We all had those as for sure, right? Mm-hmm. 
I said Isaiah McKenzie, I said Duke Williams, and I said Stevenson. Right? Okay. So Duke obviously didn't make it. We knew that already before we even got the list. So I was wrong about that. But if you remember correctly, you said that uh, that Powell was going to make it, and I told you I would bet you a fat steak dinner, okay, if he makes the team over McKenzie. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I did. I said it could happen. I didn't say that that was my prediction. Yeah, I don't know. Go back to the 26-minute, 14-second mark on our pod, <laughs> July 29th. <laughs> I could have swore. I mean, you got all you got all the stuff. You got all the stuff over there at your house. Go back and listen to it. You pretty much said that Powell was going to make it over those guys, and I told you I will bet you. Not saying that you owe me a dinner. I'm just saying I will bet you Powell don't make it over McKenzie. You better not say I owe you a dinner. No, I bought no. your big ass dinner last week. You did. You did. You <laughs> took us. We went to a nice restaurant, the Smiths in D.C. Um, down in Adams Morgan. That was very nice. That was so, U Street. Oh, you yeah, you sure okay. And so that was very nice when we were there recording uh, last week. But yeah, you you did say that uh, Powell Powell would make it over McKenzie, unless I misunderstood it. But I I got it at the twenty six minute mark mm. on our last pie. And so okay. you, you also had Hodgins making it, who right, who did not, and yeah, who did not. Um, and you said Hodges would make it over Duke Williams, so neither one of them made it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna give you minus two on that one, and I get minus one. Okay, because I because I said Duke Williams would make, it, but he didn't make it. So um, are you surprised with how many receivers we kept? No, it seemed like that was something that needed to happen. They they were deep. They've got talent there, and. You don't want to weaken a position of depth just so you can have more numbers at another position where maybe you don't have as much talent. So keep the better players, and they, they've got some good players. But you know, like I said, Marquez Stevenson probably has to step into the role for uh, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, who missed the last uh, preseason game because of injury. Right. You know what I'm most happy about from what I see here? Jake, Jake Kumaro. Yeah, I'm glad. I think yeah, he's going to be the fair favorite. I think he's one of those guys that everybody's going to cheer for. And it's one of those things where he played his butt off and he got rewarded by being on the 53. Well, you know, on the back end of the roster, you need guys that can play special teams. And by all accounts, he's very good at it. I agree. All right. Let's move on to the tight ends. We alluded to this just a few minutes ago. Now it's official that uh, Hollister, excuse me, uh, Morris, and then uh, Becker all got released, and we knew about those in the beginning, so that's really not a shock. But uh, going back to what we said on the pie, on the predictions, I said that Knox would make it, Hollister was a for sure, and I said Sweeney was a maybe. And mm-hmm. you said all three would make it. Okay. okay. And I said that Gilliam would go like an H-back, he'll be some fullback, and uh, – be some fullback and some tight end, like an H-back. So we were both right on Gilliam. I'll take a minus one because I said Sweeney. Well, I'll say even because I said Sweeney was a maybe, and you said for sure. So I'll uh, take a half a point off. Yeah, splitting hairs. Yeah, I'll take a half a point. All right. We both had Gilliam making as a fullback. All right. So now the offensive line. 
All right. All right. Daw- we both said Dawkins, Williams, Brown, Doyle, and I said Hart. Well, I said an offensive tackle, Dawkins, Williams, and Hart would make it. That was stupid. I'm giving myself minus one for that. Hart proved to be like the worst player on the Bills roster in the preseason. And you said, and you said Hart would get cut, right? And I said that between Brown and Doyle, one of them would make it. And you said both would make it. So I'm going to give myself plus one because one of them didn't make it and both didn't. So I'll give you a minus one with a minus half of one with that one. Wait. What, why did I lose one? Why, why did I lose a point? I, I had Dawkins, Williams, Spencer Brown, and Tommy Doyle all making it. A half of one. Well. Oh, well, no, you're right. They both did make it. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's Davey. I'm looking at the – I'm sorry. That's my mistake. You're right. Way to check my work. That's Davey that got <laughs> cut. All right. So you don't lose anything for that. I'll take minus one because I said only one would make it. Both made it. I'm sorry. You're right. Okay. All right. And so Hart, you said Hart would make it, and I mean wouldn't make it, and I said he would. So I take minus one off of that. I apologize. Way to check my work. Okay. On to off, uh, offensive uh, interior line, Mitch Morris, Feliciano, Cody Ford, Buttinger, and I said that Lamp would make it. Oh, my God. I'm terrible. Okay. So all those guys made it, but Lamp didn't. But you said you had Lamp making it too, and you had Bates making it. So I had Lamp and Bates. You had Lamp and Bates. That's way too many people. I should I should have known better. You had Morris Feliciano for but uh Buttinger, Bates, and Lamp. Okay. So we both get minus one for that because Lamp didn't certainly didn't make it. All right. All right. All right, that brings us over to the defense. That leads us over to the defense. All right. Um we both had Hughes, Boogie Basham, Epinesa, Greg Rousseau. I said that Addison was a maybe because I felt like his contract was going to be a casualty. And you so eloquently educated me that there's no way that we were going to cut him because of his contract. So I will give you a plus one for that. No, un- unnecessary. All right. We already know that uh, Hughes made it, Boogie. Epinesa, Greg Rousseau, Addison at defensive end, along with uh, F.A. Obata. Yeah. All right. So we wind up keeping six. All right. Which is a little to no surprise. We knew we were going to be heavy on the D-line. Yeah, probably the deepest position on the team. Right. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six. And you had us keeping six, but you thought one would at least go to IR. And I said, yeah, I was, I was pretty sure that they were going to do the roster shenanigans and send Boogie Basham to the IR. Right, right. And so he made the 53. So that's pretty much – it fell pretty much, like I said, outside of Addison. It pretty much fell like we thought it would. So good. Yeah, and, they- and I do want to address Daryl Johnson getting traded. That happened before today, and the Bills traded him for a sixth-round pick, and they, they sent him – to Carolina and Twitter is blowing up about how they shouldn't have traded him, how it should have been Addison. It should have been Obata. And this is, it's driving me up the wall to be honest with you. Here are Daryl Johnson's career stats. 
450 defensive snaps, two sacks, five QB hits, five tackles for loss. In just the last season, both Obata and Mario Addison at minimum doubled all of those stats. Mm-hmm. Those are two years of Daryl Johnson versus one year of those guys. Yeah, he's a good special teamer, but guys, stop getting so attached to guys at the back end of the roster. You know we like to argue about the third or fourth corner, the third or fourth defense. And you know that's what we like to do, man. Come on. That's we what do makes like it fun. That. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it fun. All right, so um, let's move on to D-tackles. Ed Oliver, Stala Tulele, Vernon Butler, Justin Zimmer, and Harrison Phillips all made it. I didn't have Vernon Butler. I said Vernon Butler will be cut. Mm-hmm. And you said that Zimmer wasn't going to make it. Did I? Yep. You had no. Star, Oliver, Phillips, and Butler. I had Star, Oliver, Phillips, and Zimmer. Boy, that was stupid because Zimmer really played well this uh, this preseason. And yeah. I think the only reason Butler is on the team is because Harrison Phillips is injured. Right. That's fair. All right, so I gave us both minus ones on that. So the numbers pretty sh- – when you look at the D-line D in totality, I mean, it pretty much shook out how we thought it was going to be. It's going to be a, keeping a lot of people who are going to be versatile in their play. Um, but neither one of us at this point back in July thought that uh, that uh, Greg Rousseau was going to be as good as he did. I mean, if you saw the game, uh, the preseason game on Sunday versus the Packers, he actually started. Yeah. You know, he wasn't listed as a starter, but he was definitely on for the first series. Right. Right. But altogether, the Bills have kept 11 defensive linemen, which is that's a lot by NFL standards. But uh, Urban Meyer down in Jacksonville said, hold my beer and kept 14. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's good stuff, man. So let's move on to linebackers. So the players that made it are. Edmonds, Terrell Dodson, Medikevich, Milano, AJ Klein, and Andre Smith. It pretty much shook out like we thought thought it was going to shake out. We we all knew that Edmonds, Milano, AJ Klein, uh, Andre Smith. I said Adams was going to make it. Oh, geez. Yep. So I get minus one because I didn't know that uh, Dots. I didn't think Dotson was going to make it, and you didn't have Dotson either. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to make it. Right. So you only have five linebackers. I had six, but I didn't have Dotson in there. So we're both minus one with that. Um, yeah, I, think, I thought that there was a chance that they were going to go with five linebackers and keep Andre. I'm sorry, I almost did it again and keep Daryl Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those situations where you know your linebackers is going to be the core of your special teams. Yeah. So I think that's why we went deep there. They're bigger guys all can run, so they're all going to be staples. Well, yeah, the back four of those guys. Yeah. Four of those guys four. are going to be active every week. Exactly. Exactly. Even though for most plays, we only have two linebackers on the field. I mean, even A.J. Klein, even when his uh, play towards the end of the year was improved, I mean, he's not on the field a lot. And if you just watch the preseason games, you kind of see that. Let me Let me rephrase what I just said. All four of the backups are going to be active. Every week. Right. Right. All right. So that takes us to the secondary. All right. Let's look at the cornerback position. 
All right. Tredavious White, Johnson, Jackson. Dron Johnson, Jackson? Dane Jackson? I said, well, I'm going back. I'm going off the notes of what I said. Oh, okay. Let's well, well, let, let's, let's read off. Let's follow rules. Let's talk let, about who made it first. Let's talk about who made it first. All right. So, Tredavious White, Levi Wallace, Dane Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then Teron Johnson and Saran Neal, who are essentially nickelbacks. So, it's two, four, five. So, we kept five corners. I said those five except for Cam Lewis. Mm-hmm. So I was wrong about that. And you said, this is, I put a start by what you said. You said that Wild Goose was going to make it. Yeah. He so. sucked. <laughs> I'm going to give you <laughs> minus five for that. Yeah, deservedly no, so. <laughs> you said on the episode that Wild Goose was going to make it. So Yeah, and my reasoning was they just don't like cutting their draft picks. But he didn't show anything. Right. So I was a bit surprised that they cut Cam Lewis because they just don't have numbers there. I mean, you've got your two nickelbacks. And, okay, they they could both play outside if called upon. But as far as pure outside coverage corners go, they have three of them. That is not enough. So – we can almost guarantee you Brandon Bean has something up his sleeve there. Yeah, I think we're going to bring somebody else in. So we're going to check the waiver wires when it comes up. And I think we'll bring somebody else in. Because essentially, do you feel good of the fact that we have a starting corner opposite Trey White? It's probably going to be Levi Wallace. But whoever they bring in is going to be somebody who is similar in skill level. They probably just won't start them because, you know, they do their political thing where they give people starts in name only. Mm -hmm. So the safety position, I think that you and I differed on this, if I recall. Uh, Yeah, so you we had uh, Jordan Poirier, Micah Hyde, uh, DeMar Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson. Yes. Yes. So, I had all four, and I said Thomas was going to make it also. Oh, okay. I said Thomas was going to make it in place of Hamlin, right? uh, I believe so. Yeah. So, that's a minus one for both of us. So, predictions bound to go wrong. How do we do, big man? Oh, hold on. We're not going to talk about the special teams? Oh. Ferguson, Ferguson didn't make it, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be back. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. I got minus six and a half. You got minus seven, but you got plus four. What 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 was your scoring system? How do you have like minus some, but plus others? Because I gave you a plus if you was right. And if I was wrong, I gave myself a minus. Oh, so Did I you got give yourself minus- any pluses. I feel, huh? You give yourself pluses when only you were time right? I give. I would make. I would give myself a plus if it was something that I said right that you had wrong. Oh, okay. So, go with me on here, man. I'm the ex teacher. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm minus and plus and like I was a teacher. Or I'm doing a quiz on a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> but I got myself in minus six. You were minus three. So I would say that you were more correct than I was. 
Well, but I don't owe you a steak. That's why. No, you definitely don't. Because <laughs> I remember you're like, do you want to bet a right. steak? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I do not want to. <laughs> no. Because yeah. I, I didn't think that Powell was going to take McKenzie's place per se. I thought of it as a possibility, but uh, I could not have been more wrong about that. That was like Duke Williams level wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, I like the roster, man. I mean, we knew it was going to come to this. We we're going to have to make some tough decisions. I mean, I don't see anything that really surprises. Once again, as long as Hollister and uh, Ferguson are in the parking lot and come back in the building, once we put guys on IR, I'm cool with it. And I'm ready to rock and roll, brother. Yeah, I would really like to see Isaiah Hodgins make it through to the practice squad because we know he was the darling of the offseason. But it's like we talked about many times where players that look good in shorts don't always look good with the pads on. And, um, you know, he also got injured. So Mm -hmm. cut down day. Uh, Before we get off, I have to ask you. Yes. You've been through this. You, you, when you played in the Arena League, you got a pink slip. Yes. What do players go through in that moment? Well, I'm going to tell you what I went through. I'm glad you asked, and I'm going to keep it short because we're running out of time. But when I, I got cut, they asked me, where do you want to go to? <laughs> and I swear I almost said, send me to Hawaii. And I was like, I just didn't want to go back to St. Louis with my tail between my legs. Like, I got cut. Even though your most of your friends and never get to that point um, that you get in your career, it's just you feel like you got cut. Like how many times do you? Uh, uh, I'm not gonna just say professional player because once again I didn't make it to the NFL, but someone who earned a check playing a sport, not make a team, mm. and so it's like rejection. I mean, so it's a little bit of embarrassment. It's a little bit of like, wow, man. And then it was kind of like, okay, what am I gonna do now? Type of thing, you know, like. What that's probably the roughest thing about playing sports is when you got to call it quits. You know what I'm saying? And so you still young. You think you could still play, but for someone to bring you there and you go all that time and say they don't want you, it's, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of heartbreaking, but it brings you to a come to Jesus moment where you got to decide on what you're going to do now. So it's a whole lot of range of emotions. But for me, I was just like, man, send me far away from New Jersey. So I'm like, just send me to Hawaii, and I'll just figure out how I'm going to get back home when I decide to get there. Well, (laughs) and you ended up staying in a place for a while then, didn't you? Wait, when did I stay? No, I I didn't go to Hawaii, man. I just went back to St. Louis, back to my Oh, I thought you went to New Orleans. No, not at that point. That was probably a few – I would probably say maybe a year later. I went. That's when I went to New Orleans. And I started on my master's degree at uh, University of New Orleans. And since we're talking about that, man, let's keep uh, the city of New Orleans and all of Louisiana and the Gulf Coast in our prayers as they're dealing with the hurricane down there. So, Yeah, it is bad watching the news reports right now. I'm just feeling awful for what what those people are going through. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even, even big storms here where they never actually turn into anything bad are sometimes nerve wracking. I, I can't imagine having a storm that's so bad that you're watching your neighbor's roofs go flying off. Exactly. So right. it makes you count your blessings and realize we don't have it that bad at some point. So let's pray for them. 
Anyway, thank you for doing such a good job and being so diligent about holding our feet to the fire when it came to the predictions. And uh, I also want to encourage everybody to stick with us throughout the season because this is going to be a good one. There's going to be highs, there'll be some lows, but we're going to be with you every step of the way, along with all the other podcasts here on Buffalo Rumblings. So before we go, Newt, give us a song. Next week, we'll be coming at you, man. It'll be game week, man. So this is it. So enjoy y'all week. Watch some college football week one and get ready for Buffalo Bills uh, football next Sunday, man. We're going to be getting ready for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And also, real quick before I go, uh, mm-hmm. Jesse Lombard was our uh, was our uh, contest winner. So I already sent him out his, uh, his uh, full-size Buffalo Bills helmet. He should be getting it this week. So, ah, congratulations, of, Jesse. Yeah, so he's out of Laconia, New Hampshire. So it's on the way, man. So if you're listening, be on the lookout for the mail. And don't forget, hey, hey. <laughs>